0: Now, I think one of the most beautiful things about this ministry is really, I feel as though I've got to know some of you very well, just through writing comments in the comments section below. I feel like I've I've got to understand where you're coming from. And there has been a comment which has reoccurred over and over again, and it goes something like this. Many of you say this to me, Joe, I feel like I've sinned away my salvation. Joe, I feel like because I keep going back to this same sin, I feel like God doesn't want anything to do with me anymore. Now, we really do have to be clear about this. You can't be serious enough about repentance. You can't be serious enough about putting off the old man and and turning from your sin. But we do need to remember this. We're not saved by our good works. We are only saved by the finished work on the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's only through him that we get to heaven. And those of you who know your Bibles know exactly what verse is coming next. Ephesians 2 verse 8 says this. For by grace you have been saved through faith that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. You see, the Christian faith is different to every other faith. Other faiths, other religions say, okay, just do this, do that, and you'll get your way to God. But the message of the Bible is completely different. It says don't do anything. There's nothing you can do to earn your way to heaven. Because when you get to heaven, it won't be about you and about all of your good works. It'll be about the Son of God, the one who blessed." and died taking the weight of your sin in his body on that cross. A number of years ago there was a very wealthy businessman who left behind a huge estate with a huge mansion and because his son had died a number of years ago in the war there was no one to be able to collect his inheritance so the local authorities said okay we're going to sell the estate and all of his possessions at auction. On the day of the auction the whole town hall was packed there was people excited thinking we're gonna take all of these possessions for ourselves. And so the auctioneer began by saying, Let's start with the elderly man's most prized possession, the painting of his son. And there was a bit of whispering, there was a bit of chattering. Oh, we don't want that. Oh, it's a horrid painting. Why would anyone want to buy that? Come on, move it along. We want to get to the silver, the gold, the furniture. But the auctioneer said, We cannot continue the auction unless this item is sold. And as the whispering died down, A dirty, muddy hand was raised from the back of the room. Do you know who it was? It was the elderly man's gardener. And he knew how much that painting meant to the old man. So he said, I'll buy it for £100. Very well, sold. Oh, and just to let the rest of you know, the auction's over. And the people were again whispering, confused. What's going on? The auction's only just started. Well, it says here in the will that whoever gets the painting gets the whole lot. And my dear friends, if you put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, you don't just break even, you become a spiritual millionaire. You get his riches, his graces, his righteousness, and it's all given as a gift. May I ask you a question? Have you received the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior? If I asked you what is the most famous verse in the Bible, what verse would come to your mind? John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but gain eternal life. I'm going to make a statement now, and you tell me, yes or no, is this statement true? God wants you saved more than you yourself want to be saved. It's true, isn't it? Just look at the cross. Look at the great lengths that the Father went to to ensure that you would have a salvation. On the cross, Jesus Christ cried, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why did he cry that? He cried it so that God could say about you, my son, my daughter, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So next time you're struggling with assurance for your salvation, remember this, God wants you in heaven with him more than you yourself want to be in heaven. Hey now, I wonder how many of you watching this now are married or would like to be married? You see, when a person gets married, they give their rings over to the best man. Why do they give it to the best man? because the best man is trustworthy and they know that he will keep hold of that ring and deliver it safely on that day of the wedding. And so it is with God. He takes those rings that are incapable of doing anything at all and he protects them, he looks after them, he keeps them and he delivers them to that wonderful groom, the Lord Jesus Christ, on the marriage supper of the Lamb. You see that word keep really does appear quite a lot in the Bible. In Jude 24 it says, he who is able to keep you from stumbling. In 1 Peter, chapter 1 verse 5 it says you who are kept by the power of God you see the power is not in me the power is not in you, the power is in God and he will keep you and ensure that your salvation is completely fulfilled and you will get safely to the shores of heaven. So here's the warning, let me be honest with you, there's something that scares me about some of my YouTube videos. Because I preach grace and the forgiveness of God so much, I get frightened that people might take it to the wrong extreme and think, I can go out now and I can do whatever I want, I don't need to live a holy life because God has saved me and he's given me and you're right we are not saved by our works we are saved by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ but if you go out and kick sand in the face of God you've completely misunderstood the message of grace Romans 6 verse 1 and 2 says this what shall we say then shall we continue in sin that grace may abound certainly not how shall we who died to sin live in it any longer And in 2 Corinthians it says, come out, be separate, get away from the world. And that's really the attitude that the true Christian should have. Once the believer knows that they have been saved, they have been pulled out of that dreadful, miry clay, is all they can do is take a deep breath and say thank you. Oh, Lord Jesus, make me more like you. Let me live more like you. Let me be an ambassador for Christ. Let me be like salt and light in this ungodly world. So I do hope these messages are making sense. I hope that you're able to see that I'm making these videos for the brothers and sisters who feel lost, who the devil is kicking around like a football, and they need to know that God really does love them. Just like I've got so much love for my little baby here. I love him to pieces. So the Father loves you daughter so the father loves you his son now if you do struggle with assurance please just click here i've got a bunch of videos that i think will really help you understand just how deep god loves us and if you haven't yet subscribed samuel would like you to click here and subscribe to off the Curve ministries